0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 45 of Tactical Crouch, or competitive Overwatch podcast. I'm your host, Kick Tripod. With me, of course, uh, the two biggest brains in competitive Overwatch. Uh, he's everyone's favorite German curmudgeon. It's Yiska. And of course, the Overwatch Oracle himself. Especially this week, Volumel. Uh, man, this week is kind of a crazy one, right? We've uh, got the Washington Justice hand Vancouver their first 0-4 in the franchise history, actually. Just one match later, Chengdu does the same to NYXL. This week is the week of.
1: I feel like I'm taking crazy pills,
0: and we're gonna take it and break it all down on the show because I feel like I am taking crazy pills this week. Joe, are we? I I
2: too feel like I'm taking crazy pills. That was that was pretty good. I like.
1: It. It's pretty. Uh you, did, you didn't like that? I thought the song, song was great. I th- I thought that was the lowest point I've ever had in watching Overwatch, action.
2: Oh, really? Uh, I quite enjoyed it. I think it's uh, interesting to see how some of the the teams are adapting, see how the meta's changing. I mean, it's obviously a nice a nice refresher, nice uh, you know, nice nice change up. I don't like where it's positioned in the season, but I'll
1: yeah, take it. I'll take it. But the thing is, like, I'm not mad at anything. I enjoyed watching Corey pop off, for instance. That, that's all fine, right? It, the problem is just that once again, um, the severity of meta changes has been demonstrated. And these mean nothing to me, these upsets, especially in the frequencies that they happen, It's just unsatisfying all the way through. This, is, If this keeps going on, this entire season is meaningless to me.
2: Well, it's I mean, OK, so so uh, again, let's let's not poo poo everything. I mean, look at look at the numbers, right? Like, let's look just i we've we got three upsets. Let's see next week at what might or might not be an upset and go from there. You know, it's not doom and gloom. You know, step back from the edge, my friend. I mean, let me
0: embrace you. It's OK. Not the entire yeah. season, Yiska. just the first three stages.
1: I mean, the first I mean, three stages are then... I, we, I just then have to figure out if Vancouver or Chuck were the best team during that time. Sure. Probably slightly just Vancouver, and then I stop caring about it from now on and just take it for the clown circus that it is. Hey, I feel like each stage we've
2: had that week where it was just like, what's real anymore, and then it all goes back to normal. Or you just kind Did of adapt we? and i think so i don't I know if we, every do, i don't has, know i mean to be fair day. again, yeah. in
0: the very intro we said two teams two teams who have never yes. gone been swept before got sweet swept by two teams that are in the bottom quarter like well, guess not technically the quarter for chengdu anymore but uh like one loss away from being in the bottom quarter of the in you know entire league right teams that uh just barely got into some double digit map map wins and it's i don't know man i it was it was a special week an unprecedented week for upsets in overwatch i don't think i don't think that there's a precedence i know i know yiska is probably still feeling it from the funny thing is is the london upset gets swept under the rug we don't even get to talk about the oh three for london Yeah, i mean that
1: that you kind of expect that's not a that's not even an upset that's just london being london
2: sometimes you just roll the dice and you get snake eyes it's like oh well we lost darn like again they they we see how good they were against the charge the charger absolutely surging this stage they play london london looks dominant and then they played florida and Didn't prepare that was were two different teams, London against charge one team, London against Florida, completely different team, Uh, somehow forgot what they were doing. I don't know. It was bizarre. Bizarre. Don't don't really don't know how to explain it. It's you don't like, again, I love Monty's analogy. These are the kids that show up. Don't do any of the homework, pass the tests, pass your class with a C, and go on to do great things.
1: I like my analogy in accordance to the one Sajo made for Of course I like my analogies. <laughs> <laughs> um so, you know Sachsha made that uh the jazz. jazz music thing yeah. that then was also dragged onto the broadcast and then also made inadvertently unfunny towards the end. Um Oops. but
0: Har- harsh criticism there, alright.
1: I mean
2: yeah, I don't well. think you get to I don't think you get to police who what's a good analogy and what's not a good analogy.
1: No no the analogy is pretty... fired. The analogy is fire. He's saying the joke I was don't tired. Think, sure. I, I don't think you saw the segment where probably they not. like had five or six or seven plays with uh, it was oh, probably five. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah just where he's like, the okay, what is it, like? uh, is it yeah. jazz
0: or not jazz or whatever. once again yeah.
1: we're Oh, this, this thing worked? Oh, let's drain all the fun out of it. Just beat it to an absolute mush until it's irrecognizable. Irre- but I, I said, uh, London is the v- violinist who uses his uh, violin to cut his eggs in the morning. You know, his hard-boiled eggs and loses three fingers in the process. That's just... And then sometimes you, they show up for a concert and I like... What's his name? Lang Lang? Or, no, no, that's a pianist uh what's this famous american suffer i have no uh, idea okay yeah, it's some pop culture this evening this is esports but, yeah.
0: Yeah. This is esports yep very weird week we're definitely going to talk all about it before we do and before we jump into the news there's three things that you need to know before we just jump into it all number one the short show records live every tuesday 11 a.m pacific time except for this week we're here on a wednesday sorry about that we blame yiska That's actually I my f- it's actually my fault uh we record live tuesday 11 a.m pacific at twitch.tv slash kick tripod number two if you like the show go to patreon.com slash tactical crowds you can support there get signed up for great perks like a special role in our discord guaranteed play time on our game nights and more Just kind of helps us keep the production quality up and going. We're not too far away from just removing all YouTube ads from the channel, which would be pretty cool. So you can listen on YouTube without having any ads. And uh, we're also in the process of doing some audio upgrades for uh, Joe and Yiska. So all that goes there. Number three, uh, you can watch and listen to the show anywhere where you can find Podcasts, watch or listen to him. YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes—it's all there. It's all there everywhere. Let's jump into the news, which this week is brought to brought to you by our patron producers, Battle Crab, Made, and Peter Y. Thanks again for being such amazing supporters of the show. You three are the bomb. Let's talk about the news. So, over the past week, the Hangzhou or month, the Hangzhou Spark EV uh, had a kind of a rough go. With uh, former T1W DPS Crystal, who uh, like I, I dropped that T1W in there, brings me back to uh, brings brings me back to our uh, contenders days, Joe. Uh, kind of miss it. Kind of miss it. <laughs> those were outside of the lack of sleep. I miss that too. So Crystal, after taking a personal leave from the team in the f- uh, first week of July, was fined after not returning from his personal leave on July twenty fifth. From there, it gets kind of messy. Uh, There's a lot of kind of back and forth where uh, there's some things with uh, Crystal's girlfriend supposedly waiting on an offer, not getting it, expecting it, waiting on it. Then some visa issues, potentially. Health issues, potentially. uh, Communication issues, definitely. (laughs) Um, And so from then on, uh, Crystal's not going to be playing for... Uh, Hangzhou anymore. And Joe, how do you feel about that?
2: Kind of unfortunate. Um, but you know, you do you know, you, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You know, if you don't want to be professional, then you know it's gonna be kind of hard for a team to 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 front that bill. Um is it yeah it is kind of disappointing to see him not in a stage that could actually be really good for him. I think uh, the Spark are kind of hurting now that they don't have a very talented DPS player to kind of help them along. I think he probably do quite well with this this meta game. Um, I did uh, notice, and I think it was a Dot Esports article that they mentioned uh, towards the bottom of this whole uh, summarization that apparently crystal uh was asking to be traded and was passed on the charge the charge passed on crystal when offered the trade i think the justice and boston all passed on him when uh when he was offered to them which i thought was pretty interesting uh but outside of that yeah it's it sucks uh kind of get your stuff together and hopefully maybe we'll see him back next season we'll see
0: Yiska, on a scale of 1 to 10 about drama you care about, where does this sit? When, <laughs> this, where does this one sit for you?
1: Not very high. I mean, it's kind of sad because this kid obviously had, had talent. But I play stupid games, to win stupid prizes. That's just how it is. That's, it's, it's very disrespectful. I actually feel way more bad about the coaching staff and the players that counted on him to be there. And now they're currently crapping out as well. Um after the signing window, no less. Mm-hmm. Though to be fair, the organization could have reacted earlier because this was a saga yeah. of a um of a situation. Yeah, I think text they...
0: going all the way back to before the season started, right?
1: Yeah. So I mean, you could have it would have looked weird, but gotten one more DPS player just there. Also had Buzzy back earlier with the team. Maybe maybe you knew this and put Bazzy back um, in contenders in order to give him some practice time with that team. That is possible. possible. Um, maybe that, that was the strategy. Whatever it is, though, it's not working well, is it? Yeah. Like, I'm not as low on them as, for instance, Reinforce. I just saw, I think he has them. Um, Either, either 17th or 16th right now Ooh, i don't yes. think they dropped as low no but that's a that's, that's they're definitely a below average team right now Oh, definitely i wouldn't
2: yeah, i mean I don't, I don't know where i'd put them below average for sure though
0: yeah i mean they're a team right now who is is zero and two they've only won one map in this stage so far as far as the league standings go i mean they're fourth right they're mm-hmm. they're kind of i think i believe they're guaranteed for top 12 no matter what so they're guaranteed for play ins i think the question is uh if they don't um lose lose their kind of right now they're kind of guaranteed in the top 6 or not that guaranteed but right now they're in those top 6 and they're dropping quickly so, I don't know, we'll see, and then if that does happen, if they do not, is this a crystal thing uh joe if is this something no. if 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 Hangzhou can't come together and kind of hang on and they they fall down into play play-ins can we just equate that to crystal not being there?
2: Not at all. I think that they surprisingly have a lot of flexible players that can play DPS. I mean, they, they have Sasha on this roster. Adora, like, Godsby. They've got, like, a, a nice little talent pool of DPS players to kind of pull from. Are they as talented? I guess you could argue that. But I don't think it comes down to individual performances. I think this is just a... a slow adaptation again this is a multilingual roster that has shown cohesion and coordination problems in the past so with this big meta overhaul are we going back to relearning and learning how to communicate again in this meta i don't know i think there's a lot of uh things that lay outside of just mechanical performances with this team that uh, are affecting them that kind of are not out of their control but are they're just going to have to work through there again look at their, their record so far like they've only won one map sure but they've also played against Atlanta who look very very good they played against charge I believe and next week they're playing against Chengdu in New York this is a schedule that's pretty difficult so it's not easy yeah that's that's rough yeah so I wouldn't I wouldn't say specifically it's just crystal. I think it's a lot of things kind of uh, compounding on each other. I don't think crystal leaving or it's being suspended indefinitely uh, helps that at all. But right. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't put it all on him.
0: Fair enough. Well, let's talk about the other thing that came up this week, which is the Overwatch League uh, awards. The Overwatch League announced three additional awards for Overwatch League's second season. Last year, we had the Dennis Hoelka Award, which was received by Dallas Fuel Off Tank Mickey. And then Overwatch League MVP, which was won by NYXL's Jonak. The regular season MVP this year will include a 25% fan vote combined with votes from GM's head coaches and media which I don't think they did last year.
2: The media votes?
0: They they changed it. I, I don't think, I think they changed how they weighted the fan vote. Maybe. So basically any time a fan votes, I think now it's just 25%. Mm. So I know there was a lot of criticism about um, looking especially at things like all-star teams maybe this year where the fan vote was maybe a little a little skewed a little too fanny and not enough uh skill e i guess um but on top of those two we also have the over uh they're adding a uh, a word called roll star which will be a collection of the top four players per in-game role so dps top four dps top four tank and top four support um, similar to like, I don't know if you're p- familiar with baseball's golden glove, where essentially from each position, there's uh, somebody who is kind of recognized in each uh, conference division. I can't remember if, which which I can't remember which one's division and conference anymore. Who knows? But you you get what I'm saying. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a it's kind of the same thing here. Uh, the yeah. So that's going to be going on. Uh Yuska, you a fan of this. Um
1: Isn't it weird that it's per role in the sense of tank DPS kind of good uh, I think like, it's weird it about how how many Why is it not flex one flex DPS one main sure. support, right? It's it would be weird to just like two compare. flex supports or the yeah. support when yeah, it, it when the idea when the idea is compartmentalization to, like, honor the best performers on their roles, then why not make the logical next step and just say, okay, best main tank back first, you know? Cause, because those are like...
2: roles that aren't kind of, like, dictated by Blizzard. They're kind of, like, community <sighs> jargon at this point. And, and again, like, I agree with you, but devil's advocate, Blizzard's like, well, they're they're not ours and we can't support it because we don't I'd,
1: use that terminology i'd be more receptive if their verbiage wasn't so incredibly useless
0: <laughs> what like, do you mean?
1: like just like how they designed the game and how they introduced language has honestly been lackluster because
2: right? well, they haven't been consistent with any of it it's like okay well we have defense heroes okay we don't have defense heroes and everybody's an offense here okay now we have two 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 and it they this mean, has all been them backpedaling though
0: it. on their initial yes. vision right yes. like we've come a long way from no hero limit 100%. uh kind of things where you know like right now there is a main tank or an off tank there is a, a flex support and uh main support mm-hmm. is there ever a world where you maybe don't see a flex support and you see two quote unquote main supports. And what does that look like? And does it limit then the award structure? Right? That's I, that would be my guess why they didn't just name it that way. Sure. Because True. they've been uh, increasingly, they've kind of shown themselves to be kind of increasingly incapable of predicting or influencing the pro 100%. product. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Th- then again, they s- themselves cannot categorize them seeing how they think sigma will be played as a main tank so maybe maybe that's the reason yeah that's we'll see on that one definitely
2: uh weird um but yeah i don't know like um i was more weirded out on how many players are getting this award i'm just like well if if there's literally like 12 players that are getting this award like that doesn't feel like much of an award it's kind of like an honorable mention granted that's just semantics but
0: I would have liked them to go the, the gold glove route. Yeah. And be one per position per division.
2: I like that a lot. Per division. Mm.
0: If you're going to ride out that division thing, might as well make sure. an arbitrary line somewhere.
1: Yeah. Still zero names of those would have been Profit, by the way. Or Fury. Uh, it's how How much do you have to compartmentalize like it's it's honestly possible that you can call a role the best fury and both Overwatch League GMs as well as Press would would manage to not select fury in that. Like it's it's comical, dude. <laughs> guess, it's also going to be super I, I hard
2: with a lot of these awards too because of how different this last stage is and how recency bias is going to play into that. Like Corey looking fantastic against the Vancouver Titans. Does he immediately get put into the Roll stars vote? Probably not. Or at least he, I don't think he should because all season long, he really hasn't been there. He's been starting to get better. They have been putting him on heroes and roles and positions that make sense for his style of play and his hero pool and Washington's kind of evolution in their style and how they play. But just because he has one game at the end of the season or one stage at the end of the season doesn't mean that he's going to be an MVP voter or rookie of the year, you know? And so, I think that's... We have to kind of temper expectations on that.
0: Well, we do know about how this is voted on as well. So GMs, head coaches, broadcast talent, and media will vote, but the eligible players are measured via the player impact rating system. Ah, Okay. So presumably there's like there's a minimum player impact rating that in order to be eligible for that, which uh, is good, and they also need to have played at least sixty percent of minimum uh, possible maps this season. We call that the Pine Clause. The Pine Rule,
1: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
0: So yeah, that's that's number one. I don't know. Again, right? It it feels a little participation trophy ish at four (laughs) four each. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of this type of award. Like I'm a yeah, fan of the
2: recognition is great.
0: Going beyond just recognizing a singular league MVP and a singular not toxic player.
1: Sure. But
0: yep. um I don't know. Not. I mean, it's
1: it's nice, right? And what Definitely. it does, and it's like also, like Chad is pointing it out. Uh, not just because of the PIR, uh, P- but uh, pay impact ranking. But it's like the thing I said before; it probably fits to Hoxall much more because him not being top five is yeah. a bit of a meme. Like um, it's he, ridiculous. I mean, even even other than Twilight, like he he was definitely a better player this season than ja- Janu was, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So, um, like I oh, like so, Janu. Don't get me wrong, but Huxel even the in top the time top. frame, in even in the time frame that supposedly. Do we want to clear this up real quick? OK, so a lot of people said MVP voting was done, or it was reported that it was done based on only half the season, right? That only the first two stages were considered. That is technically not correct. It is in the way I think how it worked, or how it has been reported to me how it worked, is that ballots were giving given out at the uh I think in the mid-season. I'm not 100%. Don't don't nail me on that. And then the GMs had time, I think, until late of uh, stage three in order to vote. So some GMs actually just wanted to have that out of the way. Also, shame on you for doing that, for not taking the time to observe it and then handing it in at the last possible moment, as it should have been done. Also, reconsideration for Blizzard, please. Just make it a three-day three, three day window. I know it will be hard to collect then, but it, this is important enough to just enforce it. Yeah. Um, and that's how it came. And I, I will also say, there are definitely GMs that took this very seriously and did hand it in uh, late.
0: And now they're fired, right?
1: <laughs> no, they're... Kate, I mean...
0: Kate was one? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the real that's the real scope, yep. yeah. Is that the thesis? Uh, yeah, there's there's the league for this episode. So another another uh, award that we have is the Rookie of the Year award, which is any player who is not signed to an Overwatch League contract in season one is eligible for this award. As far as we know, there's no eligibility as far as how much they've played or anything else. uh So Flower is eligible, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but besides that, I don't know. I like the idea. I don't. Maybe I don't like the idea of a rookie of the year. I like
2: rookie of the year going forward. But this I year, like rookie of the year like
0: five years from now.
2: Yeah. This one's like, well, we had eight new expansion teams with eight new rosters. That's a lot of rookies, guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> the term rookie really doesn't hold much weight in the overwatch league as of yet we're only on year two so like again moving forward it's going to be a great award i think this year if you know done properly could be a very good award as well it's mvp
0: Um, runner up basically (laughs) isn't it right kind of kind of i don't know it's 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 a I don't know it's a little sloppy this year I think they tried to they tried to spin it in the press release a little bit where they're like it's gonna be really spicy this year with all the new rookies <laughs> and I'm just like yeah. well actually it's it's just a MVP 2.0 it's second place MVP yeah uh, there's there's a chance that the MVP this year isn't even uh, a second year and is a rookie mm. which doesn't say that much because. I mean, um, it's only been a year. What, right? what
2: also is a rookie in Overwatch? But, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, if we have being honest, in every league that gives MVP to a rookie and then doesn't give the rookie trophy to the rookie,
0: I wonder if they can win both. <sighs> they have I, to, I, right? I ah.
1: yeah. I, I mean, that. that would be the necessary like conclusion, right, of this. Also, let's let's humor Uh-oh. for a second what it means to be a rookie in Overwatch. When a guy like Twilight has been sitting there, yeah, he's a 2016, and it's a rookie, <laughs> he's he's a rookie
2: player, rookie, rookie, yeah. rookie Overwatch League. It's like if Tom league. Brady
0: <sighs> transfers over to like the European football league. Yeah, is, is he's yeah. a rookie. Like, like, <laughs> like, ah, I guess? Rookie of the year is Tom Brady. Well, he's
2: you see well. all those rings
0: he has. Ah. <laughs> he basically or wrote the playbook for these guys over here. <laughs> ah.
2: Yeah, hawks all the rookie.
0: Yeah, yeah it's um, <laughs> it's. I don't know. I get I I like A, I like awards. Whatever. Hundred percent. I like finding ways to like celebrate talent that isn't just about who's on the most winning team. Because there are a lot of players who are not on winning teams, who are exceptional, who get Mm -hmm. overlooked because, well, they aren't on NYXL or Shock or Titans and so great let's do more of that let's let's create more of these awards that celebrate more of the skill rather than the result but uh i don't know they're 80 percent of the way there for me i guess on that where's the overwatch league podcast of the year award by the way
2: (laughs) content creator of the year
0: uh, too broad. We wouldn't be, you guys would probably no. individually be no, considered. No, we, we would be. You two would be, but like, as, po- as a team. Po- The po- I don't know if the podcast would be. Um, Tactical
1: Crouch, LLC.
0: Let's go. It's uh, the best
1: <laughs> Overwatch podcast called Tactical Crouch with the hosts. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly.
0: Oh, that one it's I think fleshhead. we can win. That one I think we can win.
1: <laughs> no, they would manage to make it clutch I'm pretty sure.
0: It's still it's still black <laughs> chat. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the one. All right. Last piece of news for the week. ESPN uh did put out a report that the uh Outlaws franchise sold essentially sold still doing some of the paperwork stuff for 40 million. So Lee Zebin, a real estate investor in Houston has agreed to terms with Immortals to purchase the Houston Outlaws for 40 million dollars. According to Jacob Wolf and ESPN sources, the franchise will be repurchased for thirty million and then they will also uh take on the ten million dollars in debt that the franchise currently carries in what they spent on Jake. Huh.
2: Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's good to good to see that they're finally getting the, sh- the the ball moving with uh whatever happens in the off season um and getting that that kind of not roster but that entire brand kind of revitalized again they have some amazing fans a nice home market let's see what let's see what Houston can finally do when they properly are funded it's nice it's wor- wholesome
0: so if ESPN league sources are correct, they've also you know, said that uh, sp- league slots in season two went for as high as 60 million. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they, they basically just got a cheaper league slot? It's possible
2: if uh, numbers are right. And yeah, it sounds like they got a, a nice little bargain. I think it was probably if I, again, talking completely out of class here, but when you're looking to kind of sell, you don't need a, uh, an ownership group owning two teams at once so it's like okay we need to make this deal sweet so we can get this problem solved you know you, you cut somebody some slack you drop the the value maybe well is it the evaluation is dropped or did they drop the the price on it
1: which mm, which I, is it
2: there i or? think
1: i think what actually happened is like this 60 million figure i don't think it was like through Like everyone had to pay sixty billion regardless of slot. I think that's just the evaluation of Houston at this point. Especially like having to um, fight the Dallas fuel for uh, Texas. Basically, it's. I I think that's just what Houston is worth at this point. Especially now that it's divorced from uh, Optic, right? Like I I don't know if the Green Wall type of uh, support. That honestly wasn't even that impressive in overwatch uh will remain with houston
0: yeah i don't know but at the same time houston does have a pretty big following Mm -hmm. i don't I, i don't have the jersey sales number thing in there but i thought that houston was pretty high up there on the list like houston outlaws were pretty big as far as like fan bases go At least from, like, the numbers that we can see, right? Because we can't see every skin purchased in Overwatch and all these other kind of arbitrary numbers into Mm. it. All we can kind of see is that uh, Houston Outlaws fans are loud. And uh, at the very least, they're louder than Dallas Fuel fans, if if not more of them.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But... I mean... Just just because Chad is saying Houston is one of the biggest fan bases, absolutely. But like that is still dwarfed in comparison to what Optic was for a game. Optic was like face. Like before yeah. before Hector took a step back, these guys were like a cultural phenomenon through and mm-hmm. through. Maybe they were like 10-20% behind face at the time. Honestly, like getting those investors in Like, getting Hector out of this, it's not the same brand anymore, and it also has lost a lot of steam if you just look at uh, the content due in comparison to the trajectory that's faced, despite, like, shitting every bet that came across them in the last couple of months, still uh, keeps growing at a much faster rate, right? So it's absolutely true that Houston has one of the biggest fan bases. You guys weren't ready for what it would have been if actually the entire Optic fan base at the time that Optic acquired that slot would have completely committed to it and kept growing at the same pace that Optic was on. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bren has a great anecdotal
2: um, reference to how big the green wall or, you know, this, this just fervent optic fan base was um i think he mentioned on a podcast a while a long time ago uh, about when he did a dota event he was a commentator for a dota event and there was an optic game and he was you know trying to get his bearings in dota and the numbers that just the optic name alone would pull was insane compared to anything else he was cast you know commentating on at the time so it yep. didn't matter if you were a Dota fan or a Call of Duty fan or a I don't know Rocket League person. You you were an Optic fan and you supported those those guys wherever whatever jersey they wore in whatever game. It was wild. I, I remember in season one, uh, hashtag Greenwall would always be trending. The second they got on stage, it was mm-hmm. it was impressive how how passionate this fan base was when they. Probably couldn't give two two flips about about Overwatch, but it was Optic, and that's their team, so they show up. Yeah, it was a lifestyle brand mm-hmm. at this point,
0: and, that's, and it sucks
2: to, to kind of have it removed. And that's mm-hmm. really
0: what I think Overwatch League is trying to hope to like transfer yes. to geographic uh, loyalties, right? Like yeah. they want they want Optic, but they want him in Houston. Mm-hmm. They want you know optic but they want them in new york for ny itself <laughs> yeah. and uh, we, i won't even go down that we can't go down that rabbit hole yeah, okay. today we can't go down there today Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. needless to say and especially with call of duty world league coming up with uh with their own franchise mm-hmm. things and how many of these teams and squads are kind of rumored to be uh a part of that as well like the idea is to i mean i don't know if we're going to get a philadelphia fusion call of duty team i don't i don't know if that's something that we can do or or can be done i know that there's some restrictions that like the fusion can't go into other games but i assume that that's oh different in general
1: Gen- no like uh overwatch league brands have uh first right to buy an uh, cl- uh call of duty slot so they get asked first and I also think that for Philly it makes sense because they're infrastructurally investing so much with an arena and whatnot Mm
0: -hmm. got it so that was my question I know that they can't go and like they can't be like we're gonna be the Philadelphia Fusion smash team like they can't Hmm. do that but presumably Activision Blizzard Geographic Mm -hmm. League based thing sounds like they kind of want to keep that together right Mm -hmm.
1: it's a good question yeah i think they gotta create a new brand for that i don't think you can say philadelphia fusion for the cot team because then if someone buys your brand they're buying both slots but you want these slots to be independent so probably they will have to somehow once again split off these
2: the brands yeah the brands uh
1: that's a lot which is
2: yeah it's always a loss when you have to do that especially if you can't get all of your Overwatch League investors to buy in. You're also kind of either giving an advantage or a disadvantage, depending on who it is, with new investors coming into specifically the Call of Duty World League. Because that was the same thing that was the issue with the Overwatch League, is that they couldn't they didn't want to allow, from my understanding, they didn't want to allow true like traditional Inherent esports teams that have built these brands for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. an advantage over the Cronkies coming in and building their own franchise or um, the, the investors in the NYXL coming in and just having to, to build their franchise and their fans from the ground up. They didn't want to give like Cloud9
1: or, or Optic or Phase or whoever else kind of a leg up on that competition because... I'm- I mean, it's it's probably not even that. I think they would have liked to take that cloud. It's really just about being able, and now we actually see how valuable that decision was because now you can buy infinite esports. Sure. Then split it off from inoptic and use snout loss and don't have to keep the entire thing. I think there's a possibility that they will have very defined rules where they can keep the one brand and also have it for call of duty mm-hmm. and then in the case that this organization wants to sell then you can split them up but what do you do with the names then one of them got a rename and it's yeah. maybe and that's never, part of the, i don't think like, you ever really want to do
2: that do you you ever really want to just just rebrand i think like, uh, that's pretty
1: dangerous i think i mean it's maybe i wouldn't say dangerous maybe you're not convinced i mean it's it's possible that they just like give you like one or none like <laughs> guess, uh, sorry yeah. two or none two or none right that way it's like you either buy into overwatch and call of duty or you're not getting a slot that's possible i guess would i think it would cause some complications but i wouldn't know my, I, I'm, I'm already
0: my guess would my be that you business. get a that you probably get a pretty hefty discount for buying in both for sure like imagine, imagine that's all they imagine you know you spend 60 million dollars on an overwatch league slot or you spend uh you uh, or i would say you know 30 million dollars for an overwatch or 40 million dollars for an overwatch league slot but if you spend 60 million dollars on that overwatch league slot you're guaranteed a
2: we'll we'll handshake agreement you first dips for on a cod thing on a call of duty
0: but thing. this is this is I mean, definitely that was announced all just pure speculation yes we're complete. we're uh out normally of we're pretty of we're us. pretty normally we're pretty like about things but yeah. uh this is not one of those this is not one of, not one of those little winky face moments no. No. um spe- <sighs> speaking of weak winky face moments though uh i think Corey had a pretty winky face week against yes. uh the Vancouver Titans this week. Uh That's the Washington Justice definitely been the talk of Overwatch League this past week. Sweeping the Vancouver Titans 4-0, handing the Titans their first 4-0 loss and the Justice is the first 4-0 win as well, by the way. Uh so bunch of firsts for a bunch of teams. Mm-hmm. Um you like to think that ag- like against a team against the Titans that these maps were close. They weren't. I had to watch them twice. I'm like, there has to be, just like, but there were literally times where, like, on Volskaya Industries, where the justice were just, they they, basically held for two minutes without even having to take a fight. They they never yeah. once had to even engage a fight. They were just they were like maywalling the right flank on point B, and then one person would get caught. Corey would snipe them. Then after reset. And it was just, oh, man, it was just awful. So... Uh, <laughs>
1: map 4 was the very definition of mentally boomed. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen anyone boomed as much as they were boomed? Like, they were not talking, it just like, get this over, please. Just carry lost. me out of this here. This map
2: doesn't matter, please. I just want to go. These chairs <laughs> suck. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, Yiska, you're, uh, I don't know, you're sleeping probably in EU during this this match, right?
1: Mm, yeah, I was, I didn't watch it live. I think.
0: So you wake I, up, I mean, you open up your Twitter feed. Huh? You're like, what, what's, what's your reaction? You see, you all of a sudden look, you see, you open up the overwatch league app or whatever. You find out that the Titans just got four would by the Washington justice. And, uh, how high was the window that you jumped out of?
1: I mean, I, I think, I think I watched a decent part of it live, actually. But um, I remember rewatching it and just thinking, okay, this is like, okay, I don't want to dampen the mood, dude, but like these, these results, honestly, had me on the verge of tears. I don't know. I cannot. Like that's my honest emotion. It's just like I was so disappointed in in the structure of this game that it, this was possible it's like people have been arguing well this is just like teams underestimating other like i don't think even like all of those upsets like with some exceptions london could have happened sure. i even think i uh, know like the toronto loss the the titans loss like these these matches if you play a best of hundred in goats, I don't think those teams win a game, a match. Sorry, a best of one hundred matches. I don't think these teams would have ha- had the chance to win a match uh, before. Yeah. So their realistically their chances were a car crash uh, on the way to the venue, and now it's like it looks. It looks so easy to break them. It's man, that really I don't know. It's. It, it made me really really sad yeah
2: i think i can kind of see where you're coming from because the assumption was well good teams i it's not the very basic opinion that like oh if you're good you'll always just adapt but it was that these top top teams the shock the titans the nyxl not so much because i think they were on a down down swing towards the end of stage three but those two teams in particular showed a level of adaptability throughout the season so far that you kind of would assume that they would be fine in this metagame. Kind of said the same thing about Shanghai as well. And so far, Vancouver hasn't looked bad. Right? 3-1 against Shanghai. Nice victory. Shanghai should be doing pretty good. Now that we have two weeks of data to kind of pull from, maybe not necessarily the case. Then they go 4-0 versus Florida. Business as usual. No problems here. And then the justice happens. Um, I still don't think Vancouver's bad. I think that this just might be the perfect storm for Washington. I think this is, I think what we saw was a lot of comfort. Also, Vancouver had playoffs last stage. That's a week of preparation that this team did not have that these other teams did have. right? So you're, I think we're going to see a trend where a lot of these teams that didn't play in playoffs had more time to prepare, and so they're going to take a nice early lead. I don't think Vancouver's going anywhere. I still think they're a very, very strong team. Um, they just have work to do, right? And, and it's sad that uh, the patch has to come in at this point and and ruin some really potential, like some really cool storylines that wouldn't have existed or maybe even are kind of spoiling. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 weird. It's that one was bizarre for sure.
0: That's shocking, shocking. not tongue in cheek. Shocking. So interesting enough, right? So the right now, or I guess at the time, this was essentially 25 percent of the Titans season map losses mm-hmm. came in one loss to a team that is the second worst in the league, negative 37 map differential. That's after the uh, results from last week. So definitely, I mean, definitely a big one. There's, it's really easy to look and give Corey a ton of credit, Mm. but Joe, was he your standout player? Was he the one he's, that you he's think- kind
2: of hard not to be, but I think that Stratus deserves a lot more credit than what I think people have been giving him. I think his may play has seriously set this team up for success. Insane. I think it's been probably some of the smoothest I've seen. Um, I, I, I seriously think and hope that he gets some credit and it's, I, I guess to You'd be the typical foil here. Um, I'm kind of sad that if this Washington Justice squad is actually as good as they show in this match, it's actually kind of depressing that we won't see them in playoffs. There's no stage playoffs for them to compete in. They're already out of seasonal playoff contention, so they won't be in play ins. We, and Yeska wrote about this, which you could check out on Upcomer. Please do. Click those ads. Um, they might they might be the best team that you just won't get to see i mentioned this on another show like i hope if the, if this actually ends up being the case a i don't think they should like make an exception to get them in but I, I think like maybe having some exhibition matches just to kick off the show like after the big musical event would be cool just to say like hey yeah we made this patch change yeah, that sucks we know but what if we give you an exhibition match so that you can play on stage? It doesn't mean anything, but just to show off that yeah, we were really good. Yes, we kind of made this 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 change in the end of the season that definitely affected some some teams' chances. Um, we can we can at least give you that right. Give you give you an exhibition game, just a couple to kick off the show, have a little bit of fun who do they play i don't know we'll have to figure that out at the end of this end of the stage but i think that would be nice if indeed you know washington just goes seven and oh right i don't know it'd be kind of cool
0: but that kind of speaks to how big of a deal it is that they changed the meta so significantly it's one thing to have like patch changes yes it's another thing to entirely change the format game it's it's kind of a big deal into you know Yiska's point initially, it was it was what were these first three stages for? Hmm? Like why did we have them? If now two seasons in a row, the best teams going into it aren't the teams that who were the best over the entirety of the, the season, it was the teams who tended to trend up at the end of the season. Yep. Which uh doesn't feel great. I think it feels better than watching a stale meta as a, as a consumer. I agree. But But like, if I were, if I were, uh, let's just use Vancouver. I think I don't, I, I don't count Vancouver out of anything i think that if anyone can adapt and bounce back from a loss like that it's probably they've shown
2: that look at the look at the valiant match look at look at valiant uh vancouver and then look at the match that they played after that different team yeah
0: so uh but to to use uh, like i don't think that there's teams that are just kind of like totally out of it but it just sucks that the, the, the idea of season playoffs is ultimately to reward and showcase the best teams in Overwatch League. But because so much changes throughout a season, you often don't get that anymore. Right? You're just, I mean, who are we looking at for uh, season playoffs here? I mean, we're are the I mean, I, I don't know, looking at the team, Philadelphia Fusion. Are Philadelphia Fusion a top? 12 team
2: Uh, right now hard
0: to say i don't think so i don't think so it's hard to say
1: with them it's hard to say with them yeah
0: and so there are so many people and and i think every time that we've uh, we've talked about how much we we think it's fair for good teams to be rewarded for being good there are there's somebody who comments and be like i like the cinderella stories and i like that but it's a little bit different um, when, uh, the Cinderella doesn't exist here, right? It's not For like sure. a team that kind of earned and squeaked their way in. It's a team that like, you, you kind of roll the dice, right? Who's going to be good in this meta? Oh, these six teams and maybe one or two teams who are so well positioned, you know, uh, shock Titans, not really, even NYXL at this point, unless they can really turn something around and figure something out that they haven't in the first two weeks of this stage. You're, you've got a bunch of teams now who are just kind of like hoping for a good role in the meta, right? And that kind of sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a gamble. The thing uh, is, it's like, like rerolling your needed- TFT.
0: <laughs> it's a gamble. <laughs> all you, you need to do, don't pre-roll, guys
1: was actually like all you need to do in order to facilitate meta changes without patches uh is give them time that's all you need to do and we We saw saw that at the end of stage three yep and we yeah we definitely saw it at the end of stage three as well time is such a vital factor in all of this the problem is dude i cannot uh, describe the crusade that i went on in order to like internally and whatever, just like talk to people that these patches are completely ruining the competitive experience. I'm I'm defeated at this point. I've accepted it as a force of nature that next year we're going to have patches every six to eight weeks. It's going to be massively influential to how teams do because um, of the asymmetric schedule. It's not like it's planned. We don't even have stage playoffs where we can say, okay, like, if you think about stage playoffs, right, they were so great because of the recency bias, because of saying, okay, we're limiting to this. Now, the 7th and 8th team in stage playoffs, as Dream has pointed out correctly to me, and I completely agree, were most of the time trash and locked into it Yes, uh, based on the schedule. That's fine. That's still six teams that are, like, bomb at this meta and delivered, and because of this recency bias, no stage playoff, or stage playoffs will inherently always or always had a much higher chance to produce high quality games than the season playoffs had and empirically this observation also, or this theoretical uh, hypothesis holds up because like look at the season playoffs last year what a shit show in comparison to like the stage playoffs we've had right Mm -hmm. so So
0: what about this, Yasko? How would you how would you respond to a format where all of a sudden we lose season playoffs and we do four stage playoffs? We take the entire season pool, break it up or the, the stage playoff pool, we break it up over the four stage playoffs, and then at the end we reward teams for where they finish overall in the season, regardless of how they did in those individual stage playoffs. Hmm. Uh- I mean, so so a big part of it would go to how they performed in their stage playoffs. So right now, what is mm-hmm. it, two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something like that?
2: Something like
0: that. Let's just say yeah. hypothetically, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Let's say you make it a million dollars per stage playoff now, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the season, you have an additional, or you have an additional two million dollars that you break up between teams one through twenty.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I I'm not even opposed to just saying okay. Like well, then let's see an aggregate. So let's let's actually do a tournament based on these uh, playoffs mm-hmm. and pair up the champions previously. Yeah, maybe that's, that's not fair. like the super playoffs, right? And
0: then we roll a dice but for which meta is which. We actually roll a no, dice. Yeah, wh- what patch which are we playing, boys? Not even the patch. You actually roll <laughs> a dice on the individual hero changes. Uh, do we get Sigma? No, we do not get Sigma. Huh. Do we get two two two? Yes, two two two. But hold on, hold on. We do not get any of the diva changes. Yeah, just kidding. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Honestly, you're going to That's hate a lot me of for this. But
1: I okay. My my order of operation or my or, like my hierarchy of structures is. I would of course always prefer a circuit system, right? Like, we travel around, have these weekend tournaments, whatnot. We can't have that. Fine. My next go-to is actually the Overwatch League system with the stage playoffs because they set high points. Then it is, the next one is, no playoffs. None. We are only playing two round robins. We're not having playoffs. And after that comes next season's uh, system where we're once again rewarding random people at the... End of the year because whatever the patch is, right, and what the minimum requirement was in in terms of, like maybe maybe, and it doesn't sound like. Wait, are we going to have play ins next year? I should know this. I have no idea. I don't think so. we will. Uh, do, do we know? I don't know. You you could extend the the play ins. That's another thing you could be doing because, like, I accept that it is. Probably, okay, the Washington Justice, if they go seven and zero, they're not a a bottom three team anymore, right? So, what could happen is that the Washington Justice then, for instance, slip into 16th place, and that would be play-ins, and then we're brawling it out. Now, the regular season would feel a little bit irrelevant in terms of, like, only four of those Mm -hmm. uh, don't make it. Yeah. And then also the seeding is largely influential. Like I don't care. Just give them a huge bonus for being higher, then. But give the, the teams that have a late burn the, chan- the theoretical chance. Just imagine, dude. OK. So the Washington Justice, all of this happens. And then they the meta change happens, can only happen, because once again, it's a force of nature at this point. And then they actually become the best teams. We get bomb play-ins. We get bomb uh, playoffs because of that. And imagine the Cinderella story. Yeah, what a storyline. That's incredible.
2: I want to write about that. That sounds
0: fun. Yeah. I do feel compelled to bring up the point that I know you keep saying the meta change is inevitable, but the meta change ultimately came... Close to suspiciously suspiciously close to around the time when teams were informed that two 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 is going to be happening. I uh,
1: okay, I see what you're saying. I think that is. I mean, it's not impossible that this was a factor, but I think m- the lion's share of really what it was that teams w- had time to figure stuff out and yes Isn't then the three direction is too
0: long in. and honestly four stages too long for a meta to situate itself out
1: uh i mean arguably it happened after mid-season right where sombra was brought in yes. and then like that that sure, sort of already- but even
0: starting to see that adaptation like people were pretty sick of goats going into season two weren't they
1: yeah but okay the problem is that Overwatch League teams didn't think it would be around this long. And let's not forget, meta is as much a social construct as it is a a thing that follows from the game, right? So because teams didn't have the luxury of time to figure it out or didn't take it, let's be honest. Like, Mm -hmm. some teams did take it, and that's why the Changdu Hunters... Oh, that's why you're a lord, baby, basically. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> he's finally admitting defeat. Three weeks left, a little early.
1: I mean, it's mathematically now that he's a lord. Um, but, oh, yeah,
0: that's right, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it actually, I think last, last week? Was it last week? No, last week was already, like, uh, Mayhem was already locked in last week. So, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Wait, I've, I've lost my, where was I? Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. trying like time plays a huge role. And time will be a much more scarce resource, I think, next year. Because the season's mm-hmm. shorter and yes, the teams do have eight to s- ten weeks. Uh, And this thing's pumping. Holy, ow! Um, What are you
0: doing over there?
2: He he has a blood pressure uh, checker Ah. on at the moment, so it's it's squeezing (laughs) on his arm to check as he's as he's building up to
1: this massive. He's
0: feeling it right now. Okay, God, calm down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to that talk with my doctor. What did you? What did she do? This kid's okay.
0: london will probably qualify <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what what happened wait there? wait that one and a half hours don't do that ever again what <laughs> you're dying there why it's is like, it that every tuesday at 11 a.m pacific time mm-hmm. you, your thing starts going off every 10 minutes
2: i also think you'd be able to track you'd be able to check uh yiska's reddit history with his blood pressure every oh, time it just yeah. peaks to like ridiculous highs as he probably is ranting on a hill somewhere on reddit so yeah doc let's uh let's get this cut off the huh? <laughs> yeah. it's,
0: it's not it's good weird. for his all right sorry Dude, Yusuke, it's you like... definitely lost your t- train of thought now by the way we, <laughs> yeah, we definitely fine. left I'm, that I'm one go to the, the next hill. The, the
1: thing is honestly like I, s- I understand stand the temptation to just become a controversial personality now because In my mind, I honestly, yes, I I addressed controversial topics. I didn't do it in an unfair way. And the way I was approached in those discussions and what was said about me, it's just like, well, if I'm being fair and I'm still being treated this way and I'm not making the hits that I could be making by completely trolling the shit out of you, like, what's the point, right? <laughs> Other than my internal integrity, then yeah, up for a couple of more years until I kill myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that's a question that you have to kind of ask yourself. You know, in reality, or
0: reality, by the dunk? way. Yeah, the German sense of humor thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. God bless. Let's let's be <laughs> honest. I like my blood pressure won't allow that. It, it will it will get me before that.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, that's it. So, yes, I have a question for you. You got to be short because we've got about fifteen minutes left before I have to get out of here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, my question for you is this: Are the justice right now for real, or was this just a trap game for Vancouver?
1: Too early to tell. I don't know yet if that's a real deal. I can tell you that Corey's the real deal. Corey's the real deal. Okay. Yeah.
0: Why was he the real deal the previous three stages?
2: he's been playing zarya
1: (laughs) because he's yeah dude look at this timing of his bubble (laughs) look at the timing of his bubbles i think honestly like the real deal
0: on not not dps yeah yeah he can he's a great
2: aimer you know they're having fun on stage you know playing loose they don't have anything to prove so they kind of have that that underdog edge now he doesn't have to make a bunch of decisions and have to coordinate with You know, one guy who's playing in the back and then Jonas is charging forward like that team was a mess in goats. Now, you know, you can have some individual plays. You know, Corey, this team wants to play loose. I think that this is their style. They tried to play this slow style before and goats didn't really work. Now they can kind of flank and play loose and have fun with it, much like the Vancouver Titans kind of did once before as well. They kind of stole their smile on a sense. It's, you know, Vancouver was that, that fun-loving, happy-go-lucky team, and now it's the Washington Justice, funnily enough.
0: So, I have a, a follow-up question. So, are the Justice for real? It says, too early to tell. Justice aren't qualifying for any playoffs. It's mathematically impossible. The next uh, two matches are against Boston and Houston, and then they go against the Atlanta Reign and Paris Eternal. Do results in any of those games or any combination of those games change your mind? Because those aren't exactly uh powerhouse teams. Arguably the rain is the only Atlanta re- would be yeah.
2: the only exception. Is yeah. the
0: only exception. So at what point in these next four matches does it uh d- does it go yes, the 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 boss or uh justice are for real?
1: I mean, if they lose any of the three obvious ones, I would be concerned. No. If they play the Atlanta Reign close, I don't... It's not a problem, because Atlanta Reign can also have a perfect stage here. Like, mm-hmm. uh... They, they might even get direct playoff qualification. That is still entirely possible for them. I, I put out an article, I forgot what the percentage was, but it's it's non-trivial. It's I think it's up to... Let's see here... the. Uh, Atlanta, rain. Where are they? Rain. Probability of making top six is thirty-three percent or thirty-four percent. That's not bad at all for Atlanta. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And they're like ninety-nine percent locked in for for the season now, right? Which is, is great. great,
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. So this is all based on Eric Durris, uh Monte Carlo projections.
0: So basically, so so to, to simplify this a little bit, if Atlanta 4-0 out of this, or not if, if not if Atlanta, if uh, Washington 4-0 out of this, they're the real deal. If they lose to any one of those three teams that are poor are not the Atlanta Rain, they're not the real deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm, I'm guessing there's something there where if they play well against the rain, there might be some room. If yeah, they play yeah, yeah. well against the rain and lose, you know, like at a close 3-1 or 3 That would one be, kind of a, three that'd be a 6-1 stage,
1: right? Yeah, but that's still a gr- huge gray zone, right, for like sure. how how real is your deal because you got, you're you not getting tested, right? Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting, right? So there's a lot of people who are like, they want to jump on the, they beat Vancouver. They've earned it kind of thing. And don't get me wrong. It was a decisive win. I said it in the beginning, it was not close. It was not something where it's like, Ooh, the final score is misleading for, you know, the amount of competition in the match. No, it was, it was a stomp. but it's, it's, it's one match, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's still just one match. And you're not you're not super smart if you're like, no, 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 I'm all in on the Justice. At the same time, you're not an idiot either. No. Like, they did look so good because against the Justice. I understand the temptation. Yeah. But there's a real possibility in which we will never know how good 100%. the Washington Justice really are Actually, in this season.
1: At the, at the end of the season, is... in this meta.
0: Because the schedule but, right duh. now is... It, I mean, you probably couldn't have picked in... A worse three out of four teams.
1: The the, the one thing that gives my, my soul a little bit of rest is that at least I know for a fact that you Americans will absolutely overhype Sleepy and Corey during the World Cup. So cheers for that. Yes, of course. Like, it's, it's, uh, I can't, uh, I can't.
2: I don't even want to talk about World Cup. It's just, like, irritates me to no end that whole situation <laughs> also like not i i like where i live don't get me wrong but i'm also not just like usa till i die it's like i mean i again like the place i live very very thankful that you know i i you know got some sweet rng when i was born but <sighs> It's, it's like a game
1: guys I don't know <laughs> you you're entering a collective stroke and all you can smell is apple pie like yeah apple oh. pie hot dogs
2: and barbecue like it's it, burgers I don't know like freedom like it's it's i can't it's yeah. I can't do it I can't do the whole u s a world cup <laughs> patriotism yes, you, around I, with can, flags and I can i can let's
0: go sleepy's the best zen we'll ever have in the world there he go come on there you go he clicks heads baby <laughs> that's all that matters he's jonak just without the situational awareness uh, and when you're a zen no. in this meta you don't need the situational awareness he's a god is that good did I fill
2: the <sighs> part? Very accurate representation. I
0: can- I can see Yiska's sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> just just, <laughs> Just We need explodes. to hook him up to like a heart right now. I know, right? Need one of those Pac-Man machine looking like actual industrial grade things in there just to keep it all straight. Alright. There is one more thing we need to talk about. And <laughs> I need to get ready for this one. Oh no. What did you do? Oh, oh. no!
2: Has
1: a tinfoil hat. Oh, that's a nice fold. That That is. is is, Thank you. I googled
0: Googled how to do this. Hold on here.
1: That's also definitely the way you put it on. Nice. All right.
0: Here we go. All right. Are we ready?
1: Okay. I'm in the mood. I'm so scared. I'm immersed. (laughs) I'm very immersed. Last time, Baroy, showed up, so I'm a little (laughs) ready. I'm I'm ready to storm in Area 51.
0: Here we go. Are you ready? There's a theory that has been getting a lot of traction this past week. It's no secret that the Washington Justice have struggled through the first three stages, despite the reported fortunes they spent to poach the great Wizard Young from NYXL. Well, what if I told you that this was his plan? all along, that he picked these players with a 2-2-2 two, two, two meta. It was by his design! Is this just another conspiracy theory? Or did this all-seeing, all-knowing, wizard young God really see what we were getting into?
1: Let's discuss. No you did not.
0: No, I did. Not at all.
2: <laughs> that was great. Well done. That was 200 IQ. <laughs> all
0: right. Quite enjoyed that. <laughs> so, so there's the theory uh <laughs> Wizard Young Washington Justice planned on 222 all along. They were always this good. They just uh mistimed goats and were incapable of putting together a team worthy of goats. Thoughts?
1: Okay, so, let's break it down, right? Every team trialed 2-2-2. Two, <laughs> two, two, two,
0: <laughs> because
1: yes. it makes sense, because you're trying to build for a DPS meta that is eventually coming.
2: You need to know right. every every hero pool and every player that you're trialing, you need to
1: know the, their breadth of experience, yes. Also, every team worth its salt would say, we also try to uh, plant for goats, in a way, because we knew it was at least one fourth more likely that that uh, that it was going to be half of the season, right? That is also true. Now, teams took their resources in order to build these flexible rosters to be adaptable to That's all. So much
0: better with this music. Methods, by the way. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah, keep going.
1: Fair enough. So, some teams did better with their resources that they had. Some teams did worse some teams didn't have resources and therefore did worse and therefore required to lock in. Washington Justice is not one of them. Their... Their uh, salaries are at least average in the Overwatch League, I would say. Um, And I don't have full information in terms of the Chinese teams especially. They're definitely... Most definitely, Boston is... probably half the salary of that team. So... That is also not an excuse, that they didn't have the resources uh, in... It is possible that they planned with more resources and then someone said no more resources and therefore they couldn't further expand. But with the resources they had, they could have accommodated more. And, um... Yeah, without naming specifics, I don't think also the, the concern that Cory needs to be paid big bucks. I think, like, A, it's we got one stage probably out of him to establish that, and for that he's already good making good money.
0: Mm-hmm. Any like any other thoughts? Is there is there the, just a world where this is anything other than people finding the? No, uh, this is
2: this is just it, it, conclusion. Exactly kind what, of justifies yes. whatever
0: the like the variables they found the answer and they just filled in the variables for themselves. mm Hmm. Yeah.
1: It's it's. I mean, completely spinning it. To be fair, Avala's post didn't exactly help with not those speculations. All. Not at all. I, I'm, I'm not sure if she intended sp- it
2: to sound that way. It's pretty coincidental that that thread pops up and gets that much traction. And then she, granted, she tells the Korean Overwatch community, which obviously uh, I don't know that they frequent Reddit all that much, especially our count, Um But to see its way there, it's a little fishy that that would be like a reference. Because again, like you mentioned, and again, I can back this up. Many teams did trial other compositions other than goats. I can't comment on if teams did not trial goats. Apparently some people are saying that there were teams that didn't trial goats at all. That's possible. But I know for a fact that teams did trial for not specifically for two, 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 but they trialed other compositions yeah. that, yes, do fit two, two two. There's triple DPS, there was Frigida bands, there was this and that bands, all kinds of different maps to get a full understanding of who you're trialing and what where they excel and where they don't excel, right? Which makes sense. And if that's what she's saying, then I totally agree on one hundred percent, but the coincidence that it kind of comes after justice doing well, this thread pops up.
0: Uh, what if they were like well, zero three right now and be like, "Yeah, but we plan f- for this." Yeah, why? Why not?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, would but, Would you Would you really
1: come out and say that then? I don't know. Like, it's just very weird to me. Uh, also important to note: teams definitely didn't know before the season that two to two was going to come. No, right. don't miss it me. Was, miss me with that. Uh, I think first or second week of stage two was when it was just started talking about told to them that this will be coming at some point they didn't have a time frame at that time and they also didn't have a vote on the timing yet right like that vote was then initiated later on uh, for for the timing and yes also overwatch league teams brought that up on, up on them- themselves
0: all right, This is kind of an awkward place to stop. I don't want to stop here, but I actually have a meeting that I have to go to. Uh, Joe Yusuke, what do you guys feel about maybe doing a little shorter 30-35 like minute bonus episode where we talk about uh, the other two upsets that we didn't quite get to this week, which was Chengdu up? and I need to
2: gloat and Yeska needs to feel more bad because his team lost and my team won. Yes, my lord. <laughs> there it is. I like the sound of it. So uh,
0: let's we're gonna try and do that. I'm gonna try and do everything I can to make that happen. Yiska and Joe are really, uh, really busy guys. So, um,
2: yeah, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. I don't know. I can I, I don't want to say tomorrow, but I, well, I yeah. I'm, I'm here. What do
1: you guys time. think if we could theoretically wrap this up into a game night where we go from half an hour crouch into a game night?
0: At, that might work.
1: Maybe, I mean,
2: we'd have to this do game night though? pretty quick, though. Yeah, we'd have to be doing that soon. But anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it. Out. We, we'll right. get it. Yeah. All right,
0: well, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Uh, uh blah, 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 blah. upcoming matches to watch this next week: Guangzhou versus Soul Dynasty, Fuel versus yes. Gladiators, and Fuel versus Shock. Fuel have to win essentially both of those if they want any chance of making plans. Yep. shanghai dragons versus san francisco shock and then the charged versus nyxl who uh joe i know you're predicting this to be another quote-unquote upset charge yeah, taking I down nyxl
2: i i was on a couple other shows recently and a lot of people were still like nyxl and i'm like guys i you you got to get with the times charge is doing good NYXL is doing bad this is a this is easy money for doing so good you're without playing-
0: chart or without crystal i mean you've you've been consistent on this
2: well well Crystal Place for Spark.
0: Sorry, Spark. Oh my god. They're it's the okay. same, right? They're, Hangzhou Guangzhou. They're, they're the yes, exact exactly. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Hard been a long episode.
1: It, spark charge. Name Hangzhou, your city's Wanzhou. different.
0: It it's Minneapolis and Indianapolis. <laughs> it's not that difficult.
1: Also the stuff that a tinfoil hat does to your brain. is just yeah, man. Make microwaves. You get <laughs> yes, the
0: It's been a tough one. <laughs> I think I have to, <laughs> I think I need one of those things now. Uh check my blood pressure and whatever else don't,
1: don't throw this away you can use it for protection against microwaves
2: exactly exactly yes it's a protection against the micro you're telling that's me to exactly microwave this getting... is that
0: what i'm hearing yeah of course microwave this meant. tinfoil got it don't, okay. don't. god please don't <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't microwave tinfoil guys please don't all right uh no new patrons or five star reviews but that those are two ways that you can support the show patreon.com tactical crouch Head on over there, sign up. We've got cool stuff there. We really do appreciate all the support. It helps us be able to devote more time and effort and up the quality on the podcast. We really appreciate that. Five star iTunes review just makes us feel good, but it costs you nothing. So uh, go to go to iTunes, make an account. It takes five minutes. Leave a five star iTunes review. Tell them Yiska sent you, and uh, we'll read it on next week's show. Individual shout outs, uh, really quickly. Yiska, where can people find you?
1: Uh, on my Twitter, just yes, go out and upcomer.com in the Overwatch Thanks.
0: Sweet. Uh, Joe, what about you?
1: Uh,
2: you can find me at uh, Volamel, V-O-L-A-M-E-L. Uh, I'm busy this week, a lot of podcasts. I'm still writing a pretty fun piece about uh, Chinese, Chinese regional style and how Chengdu are kind of
0: a, a, a nice uh, example of
2: that style. So be on the lookout for that.
0: Awesome. As for me, you can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod. Maybe by this time next week, maybe not. I'm actually doing a TFT podcast with my friend Ray C, who's a professional Hearthstone player turned professional uh, TFT player. And uh, we're going to have the, hopefully, it's, I probably, I shouldn't even say it. We're going to have an amazing first guest for episode one. So if you're into TFT at all, Uh, Go follow uh, zero econ pod on Twitter and we'll post all the info there and it'll be everywhere else at zero econ podcast. Um, Really excited about that, though. This has been a fun episode. Thank you all for hanging out. We're not going to stay for a post show, but uh, we might be back soon for a bonus episode of Tactical Crouch. Talk to you guys next time. Bye bye.